What's up? Ryan Kohler here, uh, hiring guru, CEO of Applicant Pro. And this is the introduction to our sellats.com blog. Uh, kind of creating just a little blog slash podcast slash videocast. Uh, just kind of a main uh, repository and place for um, us to answer some common questions that sales reps, whether they're direct or reseller partner reps, ask us all the time, you know, whether it's about positioning or research or, uh, you know, how to answer different concerns and overcome objectives, all those kind of things. And so um, just kind of wanted to to launch this off, just a quick intro, uh, make sure it's a value. But that's, you know, our real goal is to help our partners, resellers, direct sales team to actually sell our product. And while our teams um, tend to be super great at answering your your questions you have about how the system might work, um, we don't always go through positioning and sales type information with them. And and so you might not get you might get back. No, our system doesn't do X, but you might not hear. Hey, here's how to explain it to them, or here's how to position us versus some other ATS. Now. There's some reasons why um, I'm doing this, but just so you know, kind of from my vantage point, in fact, today's uh, podcast is really about that. Who am I? Where did I come from? And and how? why does that matter to somebody who's selling the ATS? And, and that's really what introduces it. You know, I always like to look at sales and say, you know, when you're buying a piece of software, it's not just about the software. It's about actually about three parts. And you can use this when you when you pitch to people and say, you know, you're buying three things. Number one, you are buying the system. Uh, this is SaaS. It's, it's software. And so we're talking about features and benefits of, you know, what the system can do and what the results of those are, how it impacts your business. Um, and clearly you could do, you could delve really, really deep into that. But I think most of the time we miss the last, the next two parts. Part number two is you're buying access to the support team. And, you know, some of you guys may do your own support. A lot of you, it's our team, my team that's doing the support. And if you go out and read Capterra and the reviews about our platform and our system, you will hear time and time again that over 50% of all positive reviews have nothing to do with the system and everything to do with the people who are supporting it. And if you think about it in those terms and you go head to head with another system, especially a lot of your end-to-end systems where applicant tracking is not one of the core kind of feature sets or goals or missions of the company, you will find that their system, number one, is weak, but their support's even worse. And if you look at, you know, where, where say, like Taleo is gone and, and some of those other areas, selling on the, the team that supports the system is a huge benefit because HR people especially have, have had such mixed, if not terrible results from getting support for what they have. And number three is the last one. And really why you know I'm here is the third thing that you're buying is you're buying the vision of the person who drives the product. And once again, that's something, especially when you're going head to head with a big company, most uh, HR folks, most people who buy hiring software don't even think that way. And they don't know the vision of the person who's driving the product. And they wouldn't have access to the product manager. And most likely, even the sales reps at a big giant company have very little to no impact, if not even any insight into the vision of the product. And and really, the way you position that is, well, you know, as things have changed the last 10 or 15 years in hiring, where has this company been? Where has the, the product that you're about ready to buy been? Have they been at the lead of the pack, in the middle of the pack, at the end of the pack? Are they, are they building stuff that you don't ask for that ends up being a huge benefit because of where the world's going? Or do they only build stuff that you ask for and therefore they're always kind of lagging behind? And, and so that's really the three things, right? 
if you're going to buy something, you're buying the system, you're buying the support team, and you're buying the vision that the person and that really the vision of the person and their drive um, for the future. So given that, that that's what you're buying, your your people, the, your prospects, your clients, whoever you sell to, you know, one third of what you're selling them is my vision and my team's execution on that vision of turning, you know, our product into something that isn't just a benefit to the clients today, but will become a benefit in the future as the the hiring ecosystem evolves. So let me tell you a little bit about me. Uh, like I said, Ryan Kohler, CEO of Applicant Pro. You know, I actually started out life as an accountant. I got a, an accounting degree, switched and got an MBA because I realized how boring and unfulfilling accounting was for me personally. Um, and so I quit my job after I got my MBA and uh, I was working for a tech quasi like tech training company that did web training and, and was really kind of leading leading the charge into streaming type training. And I quit my job and became a web marketer. I would build websites. I worked with programmers and, and would do SEO marketing. And so that's kind of my background into building Applicant Pro. And we've been going for like 15 years now, seven years in a row on the Inc. 5000 list, which, which is a big accomplishment when you realize that we have never, ever taken any outside investment. Um, we bootstrapped this company to over 6,000 clients. Um, just from, you know, those one little part-time programmer I had working for me and mainly just revenue and profits have driven this. And, and that's because of my heart, what I am is a growth hacker. And if you don't know what a growth hacker is, I'll do some segments on it. Uh, you can go Google it. Effectively, growth hackers are the David to big corporate America's Goliath, right? We're the kind of people who show up who everybody underestimates and doesn't expect will do anything. And we come up with, cre we use creativity and speed, right? Our, our creativity, our speed, and our willingness to pretty much try anything and test and, and iterate on to compete against people with big brands, big names, big money, big teams, all those kind of people. You think about when I started, um, you know, and I can kind of caveat into the influence of the system. I started, you know, this company with iApplicants, which is our first platform, and it was almost a decade and a half ago, 15 years, I think it was 2005, something like that. Um, at that time, we were competing against Taleo was a big dog. They, If you were using an ATS, something like 60% chance you're using Taleo or some platform that they'd bought up. And so Taleo was there and I think Bird Dog and Connexa and Brass Ring, really big giant enterprise systems were out there in the marketplace. And people like me and um, you know smart recruiters and some of these new systems were showing up in the marketplace and were really discounted like, oh, it's a couple guys in their garage. They don't know what they're doing. Nobody had really come in at that point to disrupt, especially little guy disruption into the HR technology space, right? Bamboo HR started, and you know, one of my friends started Bamboo, gosh, like five years after us even. And so there wasn't a lot of heavy disruptive technology in the HR space. And so, you know, the growth hackers just started showing up on, on the scene. And this, this has a huge impact as we walk through the influences. Number one, I had no background in HR whatsoever. I'd never even used an applicant tracking system. And where big companies would view, and, and HR even at the time, would view my lack of knowledge of, of HR, of building platforms even, and software, like normal software design and building, as, as being a huge um, problem and a reason to not buy the system. It was actually my, my naivety, naive, naiveness, I don't know the right word for that, my lack of knowledge that left me open 
to actually just listen to what the small and mid-sized companies were looking for because there were almost no solutions in the place in the space at that time and nothing cheap enough for small businesses to buy and so it was actually this huge this huge competitive advantage for us that we were just willing to listen to these customers. We didn't have any preconceived notions. We didn't know what it should be. Um, when I actually built the system, I was asked to build it by some assessment resellers. And so those initial two or 300 clients were clients of some assessment resellers. And the entire goal of the hiring platform um, was to build a system that would integrate with their assessment and would drive applicant flow to them to justify using the assessment. And so as you look at you know what we have today, a lot of our deep integrations and the way we integrate and how, how successful we are at integrating, especially with assessment companies, but also background check companies, comes because that was in our DNA to begin with. Um, and those companies had hundreds and hundreds of small to mid-sized businesses, and that's why we target small business. Um, I love working with them because I'm a David versus Goliath. They tend to be the David versus Goliath. They tend to be willing and open to try new ideas and new things that we bring to them. Um, and so that's that's really kind of what sets the influence of who we are today and what we've built. Now, part of growth hacking a company meant that we had to be super innovative even with our product and so if you look at how quickly we we set up systems for us we sold by free trial for a long long time it's not as prevalent as it used to be but a lot of that came because that's how growth hackers go head to head um with bigger uh more entrenched systems in the space and so you see even throughout you know our software and and how we do setups and those types of things a huge growth hacker mentality of how we iterate and test and and try to come up with new creative and and fast uh things as we enter uh different features and different those types of things into the world it also influences why we build try kind of from a minimal standpoint. We try to only build what's necessary, what clients really, really need, not just you know some crazy idea. And it comes back to that same growth hacker mentality. And that really brings us to the last part, which is at some point, probably about a decade ago, I figured out the hiring was really just marketing. And over the last 10, five years, I've really dug into, hey, look, hiring, especially for smaller businesses, is really, especially if you want to be successful, it's just growth hacker marketing. If HR people and people who drive hiring would show up the way growth hackers would and would put on a growth hacker hat and approach their hiring, they actually could see massive results and be able to outcompete their bigger competitors for talent. And so... You know, stay tuned as we go through. You're going to hear these kind of core messages and themes through the blog and the podcast and videos as I try to help you sell it because you need to sell the system differently than everybody else sells their systems because it's been designed to work differently than everybody else's. And there's reasons for it if you understand what my vision is and where I come from and what we're trying to do as a company, where we're really trying to change the way uh, companies hire and we're really trying to give some tools, right? The sling and stones, the, the sling of speed and creativity and iteration and being willing to try new things to these small clients who are your clients who help them not just be able to manage their hiring process and not just to make it easier, but to actually help them compete or out-compete uh, they're bigger competitors for talent and job seekers and to really turn you know, hiring into a competitive advantage in the same way that startups today become big giant companies by unseating the big companies that were in the space that got lazy and were slow and relied on their name brand and money, believing that nobody would come along and do it better. So 
Welcome to the blog, podcast, video, whatever you want to see. You're going to see a lot of content fly through this. If you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to me directly. You can shoot me an email at ryan at applicantpro.com or you can always send those questions to whoever your support rep is. Just say, hey, I have a sales question. Clearly, I don't want to get support questions. Keep going to your support people with those types of things, but you can flag them and say, hey, this is sales question that I'd like to hear more about. How do I position against X? There are things we generally don't do. We don't uh, publish cheat sheets or or you know comparison sheets, battle sheets of us versus other ATS systems um, because the systems change all the time. But what we will talk about are frameworks and how to look at things differently and how to compare and contrast on the fly. So any questions, any comments, anything like that, feel free. You can throw them on the blog or you can shoot them in and I will watch for them and build new content based around them. So thanks for listening. Super excited to have you following along. And until next time, good luck hiring.